Life is sweet. Let it sweep you off your feet. Hi, you're listening to Find Your Joy. If you're looking for ways to thrive rather than survive in a world that can seem rather chaotic, you're in the right place. We will be sharing stories of our own as well as those from guests who have found ways to bring hope, healing, and freedom into places where trauma has impacted them. I'm Allie, author of The Art of Healing Trauma, and I'm here to remind you that life is sweet. Now, let's dive in and find ways to create our joy. Hi, this is Ali and Find Your Joy, and I'm really excited because today we have back with us Stuart Elliott, and Stuart is uh, the guy that's breaking through BS barriers. He's helping people to look at their stuff and change their lives, and uh, he is one heck of a storyteller. Welcome back, Stuart. Well, it's an honor to be back, and it was great fun the first one, so let's see what fun we could have now. <laughs> yes, right. See what shenanigans we can get up to this time. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I, I was thinking that maybe if we could start with I would love to hear a bit about some of the work that you do with people so I I know that you um are certified uh um Ericksonian uh conversational hypnotherapist mm-hmm. um NLP trained um yeah. with uh what is that that's Grinder John Grinder and yeah. you do uh, you do some amazing things that you do. And and part of what you do with those skills, with all those tools in your tool belt, is that you help people to um, break through the BS barriers. And, and no, I know what I think that means. But what does that mean for you when you say help someone to break through their BS? If you if you, you know, uh, the best way to put it is, is if you look back into childhood or children, they're born with basically endless possibility. And yeah. around 10 years old, oh, sorry, 10 years old, 10 months old, 11 months old, they suddenly decide, I can walk. There's no question about it. They suddenly decide. So they find a way to do it. It's not easy. Obviously, it's a very difficult thing. They've got to learn balance and coordination and everything, but they do it. And yet, as we get older and supposedly more wiser, we move or we're helped to move into this world of limited possibility mm. and all the BS barriers that are put, put on us. I mean, if you think of the education systems around the world, they're focused on mistakes. They're not focused on, on helping you grow. They're focused on pointing out your mistakes, your deficiencies. And there's so many ways that these are placed on us as we get older and older, and people forget all the possibilities they've got. And, and that's what I say. They've trapped that, that, that type inside them. So they, they move into then what, what we call a comfort zone. And you can call it what you want, but it's just that world that you create for yourself where you understand. It doesn't mean you're comfortable in your life. It means you understand. I mean, a good example of it, and it's, a, it's not a very pretty one, but... Um, abusive relationships right people stay in them for a long long time because they understand how to navigate all the challenges that are presented there but outside they've got no idea how they could navigate because it's that unknown again right but they've you know they've got this this comfort zone shall we say so if they're trapped in that where's the potential where's the possibility in life Thus the saying, better the devil that you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's given many labels. I mean, my one of my mentors called it bucket land. 
So you bucket, bucket land. Yeah, you're living bucket in this land. little bucket. That's oh, your bucket world. Land. Yeah. And he said, he said, you know, we have to help them expand that into bathtub land. Oh. And then we could go more and more and more. So, you know, it, it, it's just a different way. It's just, a, you know, a graphical view of, how, of what it is. But that's where most people are living. And we forget the possibilities. You think of the language people use to themselves. I can't do that. I don't know how. They're, they're, they're all the negative stuff, which mm-hmm. they've been conditioned into believing or been taught. And that also limits them. Right. So, so the, the whole thing is to, to help them to recognize that and help them gently or guide them gently into that expansion because you can't just open the doors and throw somebody outside. It's too damn cold. <laughs> it's too scary. <laughs> It's like, you here. <laughs> it's, it's like when I was living in the UK, we don't, we don't get a lot of snow. But this one morning we had loads of snow. And at that time, I'm not a big cat person, but we had a little kitten. And this kitten, you know, we got it in August and it's now, you know, uh, January or February and it's never seen snow before. And it's, it's knocking on the door, wanting to go outside one morning. So I open the door and it's so happy and it runs to the door and it stops dead. And it just looks, the whole place was white. <laughs> and then it's no, like, thanks. what the heck's this? And this little foot going like this. And it didn't want to go outside because it was, it was too unknown. What's going to happen there? Yes. And eventually wow. through play, I got it to go out. I took it, I made a snowball and threw it and it, it chased it and disappeared underneath about six or eight inches of snow. And then it started to get comfortable and started having a whale of a time. In fact, I threw one snowball and part of the garden dropped down about two, three feet. And it chased the snowball, but the snowball had gone over the drop and it just went straight through this big <laughs> layer of snow. There's a little cutout of this kitten. Yes. <laughs> and then oh eventually it comes back up again. It's like up these steps and it's very sheepish. What the heck happened there? But, it, you know, it, once it had got used to that new world, it was so happy. It was, it was just having a whale of a time. But beforehand, it was like the unknown. Yes. And stopped dead. And that's what keeps us in. If I hadn't have thrown the snowball out or I hadn't have wanted to go to the toilet, it would never have ventured outside. Right. And, and you know, it's just funny. I'm thinking about I've just started this new program. It's around brain injury recovery. But the mm-hmm. very first thing they, they talk about is... Um, you're not going to you're not it's it, you're not going to have growth unless you're going to mm-hmm. be okay with being really uncomfortable mm-hmm. because it's going to be uncomfortable sounds are not going to suddenly be okay yeah. light is yeah. not suddenly going to be okay your energy levels are not suddenly going to be okay we are going to work at building that for you and mm-hmm. it's going to be unpleasant and no. that's exactly what you're talking about. And I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm in. I'll do that. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I like it the whole time, but it's exactly what you're talking about. I've got yeah. to be that little kid and run it... out into the snow, get my little wet paws, a little bit cold, mm-hmm. and then go. You know what? It's kind of fun now that I'm out here. Yeah, there's an interesting story. I was on a course in South Africa when I was living there, <clears throat> and it was called the Next Evolutionary Step. And it was about awakening and, and, and growth and that. And it was uh, two weekends with a week in between. 
And we were warned that, you know, because we started this journey of waking ourselves, we might have more sensitive senses, shall we say. Right. Things like that. And when we came back the second week, there were one of the gentlemen on the course, I mean, we were discussing what happened. He said he went to the, the hairdressers to get his hair cut and he had to run out because the noise of them combing his hair and everything <laughs> else was so vivid. He, it, it was so scary. Yes. Well, that's true. When so you're in exactly a retreat. What you're saying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When you're in a very yeah. close little environment and a, a retreat or or if you've pulled back from society because you're trying to unscramble your head or whatever, the only way out is through it. it it's desensitization. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know what the I don't know what will be. I don't know yet, but I just know no. that that I have to try. I have to yeah. do the steps, not just try. Yoda, just, says, Yoda yeah. says, try, don't, no, try, just do. So, yeah. you know, to do this thing, exactly what you're, it's just funny because I just listened to, it's a, it's a online program. And I just listened to mm-hmm. that tape today that said, be prepared. It's going to be yeah. really uncomfortable. Yeah. Just accept it and go with it because it's part yeah. of that journey. And, and yes. you know, that is the journey of life. I mean, Again, going back to children, they have lots of challenges. I mean, just think of teenagers, that all the challenges is part of their journey, but it's not easy, is it? Right. And if it was easy, everybody would do it. It'd be boring. <laughs> We'd have nothing to talk about. That's right. <laughs> We'd just be sitting here. Everything's wonderful. Yep, everything's easy and wonderful. That's just how it goes. Life is just and and it's not. There's there's things that come up and they can be challenging and I can remember being at a drum circle and the woman came by with a very large drum and started to play it over each of us. And when it got mm-hmm. to me, my brain started to vibrate. And I can remember sitting there thinking it was so uncomfortable. I, and I did, I thought, am I going to get a headache? I started all the what if, what if, what if, what if. Yeah, and yeah. then I just, I just said to myself, I said to myself, self, okay, so this, you're not going to die. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't this is not a life threatening event, right? Someone is playing mm-hmm. a drum by your head. You're not going. So just just wait. Just I, I really had to talk to myself because I yeah. wanted to take off. It was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. The vibrations yeah. in my head was were physically uncomfortable. So I sat there and it it didn't get better for a while. It got worse and worse and worse. And then all of a sudden. It it was like a crescendo or some crescendo, you know, and it was like it came out. It was it was like explosive and uncomfortable and awful. And then it was just beautiful and lovely and calming. Mm -hmm. And I was so glad that I didn't retreat from it. Mm -hmm. I because I could, you know, that's in me to do. It's in me to do. I don't like this. I'm out of here. Um, It's in most people. (laughs) (laughs) And again, it goes back to that comfort zone, doesn't it? That we we create this this feeling of security. Yes. And anything that threatens that is, you know, we want to run back into it and hide, close the door, like the cat, close the door from the snow type of thing. That's right. Oh. That little fluffy kitty probably had such a good time yeah. that day. So yeah, because it opened I, his world up. It did. I'm I'm looking forward to that myself too. I'm going to just I'm going to visualize. I, I'm really going to do that every if if there are moments where I feel like it's it's feeling like more than I want to do, more mm-hmm. discomfort than I'm that I'm happy with. I am going to recollect the kitty. 
And I'm gonna Well, not only the kitty, but reckon that, that story you just told me about the drum circle. Yes, yes. Because that was something very special. Mm-hmm. It was. It was it, it was pretty amazing. I Yeah. There's way so more to then, it, but you know, we don't we'd be here all day. No, but, 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 that. but you you know, you're on yes. that journey, you're on a similar journey now. Yes. So you can think of the kitty and then you can move into the drum circle and then you can see how that growth and that you know beautiful expansiveness can, can happen. But yeah. there has to be that little bit of discomfort. I mean, it's like, it's like the guy climbing Mount Everest. He gets to the top and he's so happy, but he's had to go through a lot of trauma and uh, challenges to get there. Right. It never stopped him. No. It stopped a whole bunch that's of people, of the though. Journey. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah but say- that's part of the journey because they're not ready for it. That's right. When you think of all the people that didn't make it to the top, mm-hmm. yep. and, and 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 we get to what? choose. <laughs> I'm one of them. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't even I've make it to the ways. bottom. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got other ways to get excited. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's it's not my thing either. But it, but I get it, it's exactly it. There are so many people who we choose to not whatever our mountain is, whatever our Everest is, you know, whatever that is that we, we get to the bottom. There's some of us get to the bottom. We're really excited. We get about 10 paces up or 10 feet or 10 yards Mm -hmm. or quarter of the way or whatever it is. And then it's just when it starts to really dig in and our feet start to hurt and whatever that it's going on, it can feel like I, I don't like to be uncomfortable. And, yeah, and I'm not going to do this we're anymore. Not running away back into our comfort zone. As yeah. long as we say, okay, I look, I've given it a try. I recognize that pathway is not for me. But there are other ways where I can get a similar sense of achievement. And I will go for those because we, we're not all meant to be mountaineers. I mean, for instance, I, I had the most beautiful experience being charged by a, a wild African buffalo, a raging African buffalo. And that was the most beautiful experience in my life. I've never been more alive. I wasn't scared. You weren't afraid? No. A, a, a water buffalo? Not consciously. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was running towards you? like It was charging us. It was It was dead serious. The, bu- the bushes were ripped apart. This, this massive beast came flat out towards us. The ranger I was with, he dropped to the ground and, and he got his rifle up. He, he was looking how he could shoot him. And I was next to him and everybody else in that small party who were on this walking safari, they scattered. They were terrified. But I just dropped with the ranger. And then we became aware of this incredible wall of noise. Where's it coming from? It's us. <laughs> it's us. We generated it. <laughs> I mean, if you go to an ACDC concert or any other big rock concert, that's nothing compared to what we managed to put out at that moment. <laughs> were you screaming? <laughs> I don't know what we were doing. We were making something. We were doing something. I have no idea. <clears throat> but we did. And it yes. stopped the buffalo dead in his tracks because we dropped to the ground. We disappeared. Everyone else was scattered. And then he's hit by this big wall of noise. He said... No, this the South Buddha going out. He? he was only 20 feet away from us or so. My and he spun God. around and then disappeared back into the bushes. And I, you know what was the, the most prominent thing on my mind was I was so grateful that we didn't have to shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. That was such a beautiful thing. And I, I wasn't scared. Obviously, the adrenaline kicked in and everything else. And that's how we both created. But there was no 
sensation of fear and I felt so alive. I could see an ant walking at a hundred paces. Everything, my sense of sight, hearing, everything was just, I was just, and you know, you can't put it into words. Now, I don't want to climb Everest, but I'm happy in that situation. Yes. Yes. So we all have that thing. And, you know, what we have to do is recognize that and say, okay, it's not for me. I'm not running away. It's not for me. It's not the challenge I'm ready to meet. Right. But there are other challenges which excite me. I mean, I don't suppose you would be too happy being charged by the buffalo. Many people wouldn't. <laughs> um, I, I, I can say that it, it, it's not on my it's not on my list of things that I would like yeah. to do. I mean, when, when I told this story just recently on a different podcast, the, the lady I was talking to, she said, "I don't know where to go from here. I'm just stunned." She was <laughs> in disbelief that so. But I think there was wisdom. That. You you followed the see I I I don't know that this is fact because I haven't been in the situation. Mm-hmm. I would like to think I would have followed whatever the ranger did because I would I would think that that person has more more experience than me, and I I would mm-hmm. hope that I would have fallen down onto the ground with him. Running would seem like the last thing I would want to do. That's just me because I think it can yeah. run faster than me. It will catch me. Well, they can, they can, <laughs> and, and they are known to be very, very. Uh, you know, in in the old days of the big game hunters, they were the most challenging animal to hunt, and they, mm-hmm. they you know, because they they can be very vindictive and they will hide and come and attack you and do all sorts of things like that, oh. and they don't necessarily use the horns, and those are big enough. African buffalo boss is very, very big, but they've also got spiky uh, growths on the back of their feet, and they stomp on people. They go out of the way. They can be very vindictive. But then again, if someone's hunting me for sport, I think I could get vindictive as well. I think I could so be I can't blame them. Yeah, that's right. If the, I, I think it's just, I think it's, they just have good boundaries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I don't blame them for that whatsoever. No, <laughs> not it, even the tiniest. But, oh my gosh! So, but it's it's that recognition that there are things that we are comfortable with and we can do. Yeah. Yes. And the other things which are not suited for us. We're not all marathon runners. We're not all this. We're not all yes. that. But we've got to recognize our strengths. Yeah, and I like that. That we there are other people who are better at different things and see how we can borrow for them or help or, or work together, collaborate. So we, we can become a better whole, if you like. Right. I like that because um, I wasn't really thinking that I wanted to be a, a mountain climber, but, but I, but I get what you're saying is that sometimes we can see what someone else has done and feel like that's the thing that we need to do. And yeah. you're reminding us that's the last thing we need to be doing. We need to find yeah. what's in us. What, what's yeah. what's our hidden treasure or desire or whatever that is, whatever the whatever the thing is, find out what ours is and don't chase someone else's. No, I mean, if you think uh, it's become over the last five years quite a rage in different parts of the world where they have these bridges across massive gorges with glass bottoms on or they have a, a tower very, very, very high with with a glass thing, observation point. And, they, you know, they're hundreds of feet up. And you people got there and some people are walking around casually. But there was a video I saw recently with some people and they were being dragged on by their friends or family. And you could see that they were almost dead. They were paralyzed with fear. Why the heck would you try and do something like that to somebody? It's not there. 
game. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't go on one. No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really have an interest. In. It, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. I mean, what the heck? You know what? Why do I need to stand on something like that? I'll go up in a helicopter. Yeah, I'll go up in a small plane. No problem. But don't put me on that glass bottom bridge or whatever. There's no way I'm going to go across that because it's not me. Yes. And that, that's that. That's that honesty you've got to have with yourself. I can do things that other people can't do. You can do things that other people can't do. We all can. So why should we try and become somebody else? Yes. Why don't we just understand us and accept ourselves and see that beauty and that greatness that's within us and become that best version of us that we can be? Mm. Yeah, because, exactly. Because if we're busy running around trying to be all these other things and miss whatever beautiful thing was in us. Then yeah, yeah. the question is, what are we running from? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yes, that's right. Because we're probably not running to it if it's if it's going the wrong way. I, I want to I do want to ask you. So a uh, um, certified conversational hypnotherapist, what is that exactly? Well, I mean, hypnotherapy is just a tool for it, you know, for instance, and there's there's two, right. there's two main ways. There's the clinical type formal hypnosis. Right. And then there's just having a conversation and you can then follow the language patterns and things like that and help people uh, deepen the trances that they're already going into. Oh, okay. And some people, they need the formal side. I mean, that, that there's a lot of um, stories and incidences where people have had a beautiful conversation. And if we go back to, to one of the, the biggest um, influences in modern day hypnotherapy a, a gentleman named milton h erickson he you know he was alive until 83 so he, you know he's he basically brought the whole thing to to modern day understanding and he was a phenomenal person we haven't got time to discuss him here but you know he he, he would he would recognize that this the work's done we've done the change work that's necessary in this conversation we've had however this person still needs the formal hypnotism so um, then he would get out the the traditional pocket watch or whatever. Right, and right. Now I'm going to hypnotize you and everything will be changed type of thing. Because he wouldn't, the person in his mind wouldn't accept the change unless he's had that evidence. Is he, okay. So there are some people who need that. There are some people who work only in that model. But if you think of a story, that really is hypnotizing, isn't it? Right. Right. It's taking on that journey in yourself and you're making your connections to whatever the storyline is. So if you become a little bit more proficient in the art of vagueness, you're not being specific. You'll let people fill it in. And if you think of all the wonderful stories, they don't tell you. They just put the scene there and you pick up on it and you create the world for yourself. And this is why when you read a good book like that and they make a film of it, that didn't happen in the book. This didn't happen. That's wrong. It didn't look like this. Because someone else has created that. Right. Whereas the they, writer was there, allowed right? you to create it yourself. Oh, that's, yes, that's interesting. So by using that, 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 that philosophy, you can then help people to guide them and fix challenges without them realizing that sometimes that, what, what the challenge was. And get through that BS that was keeping back. You don't need to regurgitate. Right. Just leaving it the space open so that yeah. they can fill that in. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. And they don't have to share with you. 
No, they no. can give you a symbol. Yes. Or they can just sit there. I mean, the, 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 there's a wonderful example again, going back to Milton H. Harris, and she he, he had a client phone him and say, I want you to be my therapist. She said, Okay, fine. He said, But I can't see you. She said, I can't talk to anybody about what my challenge is. But what I want to do is I'm going to come to your house about 10, 11 o'clock at nighttime and sit on your driveway in my car and I'll sit there and work through the problem. He said, Okay. So she did this a few times, and then he got a phone call and said, okay, I fixed the problem. How much do I owe you? No discussion. So his presence, yeah, they, no, he, he didn't even say hello to mm-hmm. her. She drove up, she just did. His physical presence and her understanding of that physical presence right. allowed her yes. to go inside and fix everything that needed to be fixed. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. And that, that's, that's, it's a natural thing. It's just a natural thing. So when we talk about conversation and hypnotherapy, that's what it is. We're having a talk. We're having a good conversation. You're going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Both going into a type of trance. And we're just recognizing and just helping to guide the person. When we we see the signs that they're making a shift, you know, what's going on now? What are you thinking now? Because that's what you're thinking. You're doing something now. So I can just ask you, and then you go off and you continue on that way. It's, it, and when you sense. say that, it it's, makes sense to me. It's like how a conversation goes back and forth because yeah. one person says something and then it stirs something in our mind and then yeah. and then the other person replies. That's how a conversation happens. Yeah. But what's but that makes sense because you said about the kitty and then I remembered the drum. Yeah, yeah. I think that's if if, if I'm getting what you're saying, that's yeah exactly and, and, and how it works. I, I I as the hypnotherapist would say. Start directing it gently right. through those stories, through those things to help you to make that change that you're looking for. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, I really like that. So it's, and, so, and, it's so non-invasive and so friendly. Yes, and 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 it and it um it invites the person to create their own healing or yeah. whatever it is because because, because are they are doing people. it we are the healer yeah we are yes the healer. we are Each individual is their own healer no one else can heal them no if you take the traditional medical model and you you know someone's sick and they say i have to go to the doctor i'm sick and they have this fixation in the mind that they're sick and they go to the doctor and the doctor said there's nothing wrong with you and then they're better right They've ch- they've made that change, but it's because of their mindset, their thinking. They right. made themselves sick because of their thinking and amplified it. And then they went to the doctor and he gave them permission to undo all that nonsense. Right. Because they watched, they Googled something when they shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, or something, you know, we don't know. <laughs> something what the, what some, something came into was. their mind and it was just. Yeah. And, and so when you do the <clears throat> breaking the BS, sorry, did I cut you off? Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, you know, you know, someone may be bitten by a mosquito. Oh, can I get malaria? And they, they, they go into this whole right. pseudo illness because right. they believe that. Right. But when they're told, no, there's nothing wrong. Okay, it's gone. Yes, because of the because adrenaline and imagination and all the things that happen Creates when it, we yeah. think something's wrong. Or creates I, the symptoms. Yes. Not, not creates the illness, creates the symptoms. Yes. So we experience it as if we are, but we're not. We have this one thing happens, and then whoosh, 
Yeah. yeah. We make this whole other. Well, you know what? If someone, you know what it's like if you're driving down the road and someone cuts you off suddenly, you slam mm-hmm. on the brakes. It's a close call. Nothing happened. But the adrenaline, like everything, the, the chemistry, the electricity that's mm-hmm. running through the body is yeah. impressive. It, we are a, an impressive unit, like yes. what what happens with us. And so that makes sense when something that feels like something might be off. And that's a beautiful uh, example that you gave, um, the bite of the mosquito, because that could, somebody could yeah. get malaria. And yeah, people do, but, but not everybody, everybody does. does. Yeah. <laughs> And and I I can imagine that starting to think oh I might have it well how would I know if I have it oh this would happen oh that's what I feel like is happening to me yeah, and then all those symptoms go away. What's yeah. you say? Oh man, yeah, we're 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 interesting units. That's very, for sure. Very very interesting people. <laughs> <laughs> and so when you so when you work with people around the breaking the BS barrier is mm-hmm. uh. Is this all just part of how how it is this all part of what you might do with a person? Yeah, it's that conversation. Right. And 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 the thing with the conversation, it's got to be a deep conversation. I've got to hear, really hear the person. Mm. And we're not necessarily talking about the BS, we're just having that conversation and they're sharing things, and I'm able to pick up energetically. You know, you know, body language wise, everything else, not just by um, the auditory route, but I can, I can really understand what they're saying and, and something. I mean, I'll give you a great example of that. Of this was, I was offering some happiness calls to people in LinkedIn, and one woman phoned me up, and uh, she's middle aged, and she started, you know, telling how everything was falling apart. She'd lost her passion for her work. She's a trainer, and uh, you know, she used to do a lot of presenting. But she's just recently divorced from her husband. Her menopause is kicking in. Her physical body is changing because of the menopause. And then to cap it, she broke her foot in half. And that was her language. She broke her foot in half. So I'm not quite sure there. But, you know, the thing is, okay, I've got the picture. I don't need to go down that road anymore. We don't want to because we're experts at at dwelling in the negativity. I've got to go somewhere else. So I said, okay, well, let's just go back in time before all this nonsense happened and see about, um, you know, a wonderful incident, you know, something that made you so happy. And then she she thought a while, she came up with an incident at work when she was giving a presentation or doing a course or something like that, and she was excited about it, but it wasn't the real thing. I could feel that. So I said nothing. And then a little bit later, she said, no, that's, that's not the one I need. She recognized it. I said, okay, fine, let's go back a bit further. And then she went back, and then all of a sudden her eyes lit up, her face changed. So I, you know, I asked her to tell me more. No, I was having a forbidden pillow fight when I was about seven years old. And that word forbidden, that was it. That was the key. So I said, a forbidden pillow fight? And then gave her some space. Tell me more. And then she's back there, totally back there. You could see the whole change. She's now fighting, you know, having this pillow fight with her brother and uh, her parents were upset about it. You're supposed to be sleeping type of thing. So this is the forbiddenness. But it was that memory just became alive. So I just amplified that energy, energy she had. And then we anchored it and um, brought her back to the present moment and, and 
you, you told her, you know, she's got this this resource. And she was so happy she was changing it. But I said, you've got this resource. You can use it anytime. And she was a changed person. And then I said, here's an interesting thing I said, you know, why not take a metaphorical pillow with you wherever you go in the future? And then any problems that come along, you can just go thwack and knock it away. <laughs> <laughs> and she loved it. She loved it. It's perfect. It's forbidden. So she had this, 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 yeah, this, this tool that she had. And then I left her with a passing thought. I said, and by the way, so you don't need to be rude of Nuriyev dancing on the stage. You know, you can you can take it a bit more sedately if you want to. You can still do all your 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 things, but you don't have to be like Rudolf Nuriyev. Yeah, she liked that as well. So she yeah. went away. Fifteen minutes, a totally changed person. We're powerful. Yeah, we are We're powerful beings. We just need to be reconnected. Yes, to reconnected that power. with that power. I mean, you know, if we talk about people generally and you ask them, what's good about you? Hmm. After 5, 10, 15, they start slowing down. If you say, okay, tell me some bad things about you, they can't stop. Right. We focus on that side. We don't focus on the goodness. So I'm helping you to get focused on the goodness and go back in time in your mind, if you like, of all the possibilities you were born with and reconnect to those. And I like to do that mm. through conversations. And sometimes some people might need some formal help. Yes. I mean, we <laughs> we have to read the people. We have to understand who it is. And not everybody's ready to go on that journey. So we have to recognize that as well. But when you're ready and you get a guide who could take you there without regurgitating all the nonsense, just mm -hmm. take you there and connect you to, yeah, all these possibilities that lie within you, mostly dormant. They've been conditioned out of you through society, through this, through that. And quite often, it's well-meaning conditioning. For instance, I don't know whether you can, can connect back to it that you may have seen in other people. A child, a young child cries for no reason, just cries. One of the first things that's said to it is, what is wrong with you? And you repeat that many, many times over the course of the childhood. There's a message there that the child goes away with. There's something wrong with me. And we did it out of concern, but we didn't realize how that language was actually programming a negative right. pattern, thought pattern in them. Now, if you're wiser and uh, you, you, know, you understand that, you say, okay, what's making you cry or something like that? Now we've redirected the attention to something external. There's nothing wrong with me. Something happened. But we don't, we're not taught these things. We're not taught how language yes. can have such a big impact on us. Yes. Another example of, of it is a, a common refrain that we hear so many times, networking calls or shops, or whatever, can I help you? Or even how can I help you? Can I do something is a question of doubt. It's a statement of doubt. I'm not sure whether I can. Mm. And we, we focus on that rather than the how. So really what you're saying is I'm not sure whether I can help you. Mm. Now, if you just switch that can and I around. Yes. And say, tell me how I can help you. Yes. I can is a presupposition of, of certainty. I can help you. I know I can. I just need to know how. 
subtle, you know, it's these subtleties of language. I, no, I, I, I believe it with all my heart. I do. The, yeah. It's our language. It's, it's, it, I have a really, very, very good friend who, who taught me this and I feel blessed mm-hmm. that he did, but wow. he was an NLP practitioner and things. And he taught me about 25 years. He, every word matters. Every yep. word matters. And I've said this before, but I say so many words. <laughs> That's okay. They all matter. Make sure that they all matter. Make sure that all of them are communicating exactly what it is that needs to be communicated and exactly what you're. I love that. How I can how, help. How I tell me how I can help. Tell you. me how I can help you. Thank you. Sorry, I got. I, I was like, wait a second. Yeah, that's because not, that's it's not, such an ingrained pattern. It's something we've we've practiced. Yeah. But here's the thing: what we we do is we become aware of it, and then we say thank you. Yes. We just accept it. No judgment. Thank you. Now I can change it and make it into something which I meant to say, really, because it is an ingrained habit. It's something we pick, we and we practice forever. Yes. And it's that acceptance, that awareness and acceptance without judgment, which is so important. Because many people, you tell that something like that to, then they go, "Oh no, damn! I've done it again. I'm such a fool," and they make it worse. Right. Be ah. Uh... So People look at me, I'm like, oh, it hurts my heart for yeah. them. I'm like, oh. Well, I mean, I've done it. I've done it. We've all, We've done, all it. done it. We've all done it. I know. Because we're not taught. We're not taught language. We're not taught how to, the, 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 the you know, the yes. secrets of communication. And we're not taught about words being labels and how they can have a, 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 such a big impact on us. So Tell me how I can help you. We're not you. taught it's to communicate. I love yeah, it. I mean, it's, it's such a simple example, but think about it. How many times we're doing this every single day of our lives? What are we programming? We're programming that negativity all the time. And it's no wonder we don't have potential because we, we don't see it, because we've, we've programmed it out of ourselves. So once we become aware, we can open up all these possibilities. And then we can say, okay, now, this is so beautiful now. And, and you've got this expansive view. And then we can work and decide what it is people are really called to do and how they can do it, what they need mm. to do, what pathway to choose. Yes. Oh, that's, that's, I that's, love that's that. That's really breaking through the BS because it, all these little things are the BS. Right. And so um, now... You're you you live in China now, and yeah. and and so you when you work, I'm guessing that you work globally, yeah. and that I work people on, I work through the Zoom or through, through the, the Zoom, through through stuff. And so people now will in uh, the show notes, I'll mm-hmm. have all your 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 contact information, your your LinkedIn page, anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, that is my major contact at the moment. That's the major contact. Okay. I, I'm in the process of, of redoing some websites. So right, yes. I, the I, best ways to hit me is either through an email or through my um, uh, LinkedIn profile. Okay, I'll make sure I have your email on on there too. Well, I've got it. What am I saying? Yeah, so I'll I'll make sure that I have that too because I'm I'm just thinking. You know, if you're listening right now and you're thinking, oh my gosh, that guy's awesome. I would like to have some time with him. Um, you can do that. You can you yeah. can contact Stuart. You can contact him through his email, or you can contact him through LinkedIn, and you can have one of these beautiful conversations. And 
I guarantee you, I feel honestly, just chatting with you, you have such a wonderful way about you. I feel, um, I don't know, like I've, I do sound baths and meditation and uh, creative play with people. I, I feel like I've just done that for two hours or something. That's how calm I feel right now. It's, it's well, really it's, lovely. It's wonderful. And I go away changed from the conversations as well, because they're just such wonderful things. So we, we're both blessed by that. that yes, yes. That we have, and that's so beautiful. It's not yeah. a one-way thing. It's meaningful. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, and I and I do I I do know that. I I'm I'm just thinking that um uh it, it's such um a, a very organic, natural, lovely way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like I've or I've picked up things from our conversation that going forward I'll be I'll be remembering them. Especially well, that, when I'm in this new point. program. <laughs> Yeah, that's the whole point of the conversation, isn't it? Yes. We're both enriched and we both come away with these different insights. And sometimes those insights take a little time to process. But at the right time, they will come forward. Yes. And that's the beauty of having conversations with interesting people. Yeah. Wow. Well, Stuart. The other other thing I'd like to mention quickly is at the end of August, I've got a workshop with a lady in South Africa, a lady called Janine Shapiro. And we're going to put on a workshop about how gratitude heals and steals. So, yeah, you know, I'll give you the link for that afterwards. But, you know, I invite the listeners if they want to have an interesting. insight into how gratitude is not always what we think it is <laughs> yes I, well i love that and and it's why i started my mahalo monday it's mm-hmm. all about gratitude i i yeah. i i'm i will i would love to, is that going to be um through zoom can people uh, yeah well, virtually attend zoom. it'll be live yeah it'll be live in, 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 it will yeah. be no in no you expect everyone to come to africa <laughs> yeah well, you know, the, the thing is, I, I'm in China, she's in Africa, and you're in Canada. We can all join. It's yes. so beautiful. It is so beautiful. I love it. I'm I'm and, definitely very interested in that. Anything on gratitude, I've been um, studying it. I've taken um, some course of it. Like, I've just been so... Um, my heart has been filled with it into overflow and it goes into every pore of the being. Mm-hmm. And then it just starts to all of a sudden I feel like I'm floating and all, and mm-hmm. I realize there isn't anything that matters as much as, as this moment and being grateful mm-hmm. and all that we're yeah. surrounded, that we're so blessed. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. Anyway, so that's awesome. I'm, I'm going to definitely yeah. share that information with the listeners yeah, I'll too. Give you that. I'll give you the, the link. But there's, there's a question I have, you know, about your program. You just said Mahalo Mondays or something like that. Yes. Where does that word come from? Oh, Mahalo is Hawaiian. And, okay. and it means thank you. And okay. I... It's interesting because um, when I was in South Africa, there was a, a gentleman I got to know, and he was an amazing person. But he had a conservation farm, if you like, a rehab center. That's the word I was looking for. And it was called, it was in the Eastern Transvaal area of South Africa, Maholo Hollow. Oh, so it would be very much like a thankful hollow, uh, if unless there. Re- it's a rescue center where he he um, 
helped wild animals that have been uh, injured in tra road traffic accidents and things like that. Oh, and how beautiful. He, I mean, I, I can tell you stories about him. I mean, he, he was a phenomenal person. Oh, I think I would, I sure hope we'll do this again because I, yeah. I, I mean, I could just, <laughs> I could, I could sit and talk to you forever. I'm just, I, I love that. Well, the Mahalo part for me is that we, um, we have our very, very dear friend is Hawaiian. Mm -hmm. We have, and, mm -hmm. and she lives in Canada. Um, mm -hmm. And we have friends in Hawaii. We love, there's just, we feel this connection to Hawaii yeah. and, um, and uh, our hearts are. I, I, I was just curious Hawaiians about the, right the now. sounds, the name, because there, there seems to be some sort of synergy between it. And uh, yes, I, I, I must look up that word. I th I'm not sure if it's a Zulu word or a Shangar word. Yes. If there's another, if there is another one, it's, 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 it's interesting yeah. that, but Mahalo I'll, I'll do a, re a bit of research on that and, and let you know, but I mean, oh, I'd he, love he to was, hear about he it. Was, you know, obviously practicing gratitude and things like that because he'd rehab wild animals and, uh, you know, so if they could be, he'd really release them into the world, oh. the wilds and things like that. And there's some beautiful stories. I mean, what he a was beautiful, a phenomenal person. You know, I learned a lot from him. Ah, oh. that's, yeah, that's, I'm Mahalo Halo. I'm going to look, look at me. I'm going to look that up now too. <laughs> I'll find the website for you. I'll give it to you. It's still in existence. I'm not sure whether he is still around because right. this was 20 years ago he may right. have passed on by now um but it, it's still it's still there and it's i think it's run by his family so but it is uh, the, the work is is so special and that that, that means a lot to me yes you know, african wildlife means a lot to me beautiful I, i'm gonna look it up and i'm also gonna look up all, uh, you can look all yours up too but i'm still gonna be looking up all the other <laughs> all the other tr languages that use mahalo and 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 and, yeah. and what exactly it means my guess yeah, because is there's, there's not that connection for, for no reason is there no there never is there never mm -hmm. is it just doesn't seem to me there's there's there we're it, it, it's it's it, the human just beings the whole planet it would be as silly to think that something i did to my leg wouldn't affect my arm wouldn't affect my head like we're, we're just we're just connected yeah. and, and my body is connected and we are around the whole globe mm -hmm. we're connected and so it's yes i yeah, yeah. uh Thank you so much, Stuart. I it's my pleasure. Thank I you just... for being here and being you because without you, I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, it, it's um, it's a, I'm really grateful and I appreciate you, and um, I feel honored to spend some time with you. You are a, a unique and and lovely person, and. Well, thank and, you for uh, that. It's, it's, it's nice that you think that. I'm I'm looking forward to getting to know you more. So so yeah. take good care and thank you so much. And and for our listeners, thank you so much for being with us today. And I will have in the show notes how to get a hold of Stuart, how to find out about um, well, maybe even a little bit on Mahalo Halo. I'm not sure about if I'll have that yet, but definitely um at the end of August, there will be the um gratitude whatever How that gratitude is. heals and steals ah oh, there heals and steal yeah it's interesting isn't it yeah it is <laughs> so so we'll be that and i and i'll probably actually even share that before because i'm not sure that this will have aired by then and so i'll well, make sure i share it before that. too so yeah. that we can get that yeah, out there, there will be a recording of it so that would yeah thing. but you know it's it, it's really 
an honor to be here and I do apologize for overrunning the time a little bit I see it. <laughs> oh my goodness no it's it's wonderful I, I I'm just trying to be mindful of everybody else's time too I'm just like yeah I, because I I could I could um I could see that I just hope that um sometime we'll come back and be a guest oh, yeah. again well, because I'm, you have so much to share it's a beautiful conversation yeah, thank you. And you do as well. So, I mean, it's, it's you know, we're sharing stories of our journeys and yes. the things that we've experienced. And that's what real meaningful conversations are about, isn't it? Yeah. There's no agenda apart from to explore. Yeah. Well, I've, I've really enjoyed exploring with you. So, Stuart, thank mm -hmm. you so very much. And to our listeners, thank you. And do remember to find your joy. Sally, bye for now. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you found a piece of your joy in this episode, I would love to hear about what came up for you so that we can continue to grow the impact of this show. Thanks again. See you soon. And remember, find your joy.